You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody. I'm Zach. And I'm Jesse. And you're watching Tesla Time News. Episode 275. On Now You Know. We're brought to you, as always, by our amazing Patreon patrons. Help support us by heading over to patreon.com slash now you know. We got some really great perks over there that you're probably going to want to check out. We want to thank Birch Living for sponsoring the show. Birch is a premium mattress in a box company that makes mattresses and sleep products that are stylish, comfortable, and environmentally conscious. Birch makes organic, non-toxic mattresses right here in America with just four materials sourced straight from nature. Organic latex, New Zealand wool, American steel springs, and organic cotton. I've had my Birch mattress now for six months and I love it. What I like most is how comfortable it is. Cause to be honest, I didn't know I needed a new mattress. Until you got it, right? Well, yeah, kind of. I, I realized how much I loved it when I went away for a week and I started sleeping on some fine hotel mattresses and I was getting really poor sleep, the same poor sleep that I used to get at home. But then I was so happy to get back home and jump in my Birch mattress. And get this, Birch Living just introduced their newest mattress, the Birch Lux Natural Mattress. The Lux takes the comfort and luxury of the original Birch mattress to the next level. The Lux mattress is crafted with responsibly sourced and sustainably produced materials, including organic cashmere. It is specially created with breathability, cooling, and support in mind and offers increased airflow and targeted zoned lumbar support. Now, I hear you. You're afraid to buy a mattress from the internet that you haven't even laid down on yet. But you get a 100-night sleep trial along with a 25-year warranty. You get more than three months to make sure that you love it. If you don't, they'll pick it up for you, and I mean right out of your bedroom, and you'll get a full refund. The best part is that Birch delivers your mattress right to your door for free in the U.S. It comes rolled up in a box and it's super easy to set up for yourself. If you've been dreaming about a new mattress, don't wait any longer. Until January 6th, all Birch financing offers are 0% APR. Head to birchliving.com slash now you know to see if your purchase qualifies for this amazing limited time offer. Plus, if you use our link, birchliving.com slash now you know, you'll get $400 off your Birch mattress plus two free pillows. Those pillows, by the way, are made from recycled plastic bottles. And we're brought to you by BigBattery.com. No matter what you need to power, Big Battery can provide you with the latest battery tech at the best price per kilowatt hour guaranteed. Their batteries are easily installed, require zero maintenance, and they're made right here in the U.S. Pick up yours today at BigBattery.com and use the code now you know for 5% off at checkout. What you doing? I'm just catching up on my Elon tweets of the week. What's wrong? What? Oh, my goodness. So, uh, Elon's thinking of quitting his jobs? What? 
influence. What do I think? No, <laughs> no. I think you're already an influencer enough. That's uh, true. Keep your day job, dude. And Mr. Beast, knock, knock it, it off. off. Yeah. You're bad influence enough on everyone. Jeez. Uh, and then I guess Elon just went down a rabbit hole here. Uh, Albie said, I'll be your first subscriber if you make an OnlyFans. And Elon said, maybe I will. Sammy said, if you had a dollar for every sh post you'd be in oh wait never mind jeremy powder said uh, here's what's happening with elon 260 billion net worth six kids 100 million social media followers three massive businesses 150,000 employees the man is blowing off steam and despite his massive wealth and responsibilities he connects with the people for fun and elon says i do aspire to entertain the people then he tweeted out haha question mark one now was that like a typo haha because the one is probably like you're supposed to be holding down the shift to get the exclamation point. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's quitting, folks. Uh, I think this is just, again, Elon being Elon. I don't know why he's allowed to do this on his Twitter account since the SEC said that material things should not be tweeted out without filing a report first. I don't know. Is that material? He's thinking about something? I don't know. I mean, it could move I, the stock. I mean, it could. But here's the, here's the nice thing, right? Elon has such strong principles that I'm not that worried. If this was pretty much anyone else and they were in his position, I'd be a little worried. I mean, I'm a little worried. He's been working seven days a week forever. Right. I, I think that he could just scale it back a I little I think bit. this is a cry for help. I think, Elon, look, take a few days off. Oh, yes, yeah. you're right. Something's not going to get done. Right. But uh, you need to take some time off. If you need some people to get in there and kick some butt, <laughs> VP's a special operations. Right. We'll, we'll do it. Right. And now for a one-act play entitled Sonic the Hedgehog, game coming to all Teslas. Uh, do you know your role? Yes. Okay. Let's, let's go and begin. Sonic the Hedgehog, game coming to all Teslas. Wow, really? Yup. And scene. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so Sonic the Hedgehog, the famous game, game. from the 90s, yeah. mm -hmm. coming to all Teslas. Great. We're getting a new game. It, by Christmas, you think? Just in time for Christmas? Yeah, I think that sounds great. This is an easy, fun story. Yeah, but uh, Nitsa's not too happy with this. I'm sorry, who's not happy with this? Nitsa. Uh, Reuters reported last week that Nitsa said, Expressing concern about distraction-affected vehicle crashes, the U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Nitsa, said on Wednesday it is discussing with Tesla the electric car maker software update that lets users play video games on a touchscreen mount in front of the dashboard. Distraction-affected crashes are a concern, particularly in vehicles equipped with an array of convenience technologies such as entertainment screens. We are aware of driver concerns and are discussing the feature with the manufacturer. So first of all, you can only play certain games on the screen while the car is in motion. And in order to play a game on the screen while the car is in motion, you have to click a button saying that you are a passenger, not a driver. Also, kind of weird, the games that are allowed to be played while the car is in motion and the games that aren't allowed to be oh, played. Oh yeah, which games can you play while you're driving? So a passenger can play Solitaire, okay. but not Backgammon. Okay. You can play Polytopia, but not Chess. You can play Skyforce Reloaded, but not like Fallout Shelter. Weird, I mean, why not? I mean, I can understand, uh, you know, not wanting a game like Skyforce Reloaded, but you can play it. Uh, right, because it's very distracting, you know, there's lots, beep, beep, lots beep, of visuals. Around. Chess. 
Right, you're not gonna be like, oh my God, you moved the queen to Bishop four? It almost seems like a Tesla, they put nobody in charge of the gaming department. Like whoever's in charge of the gaming department is also in charge of full self-driving, so they're very busy. <laughs> right. It's, it's like there's no plan. Right. It's I like mean, one day Elon walks in and goes, hey everybody, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was talking to these guys, I play their app sometimes. <laughs> uh, get in contact with them, just put the port it over, I don't care. And then they do, and then that's it. Okay, but I wanna get back to this uh, NHTSA being upset. Sure. I think from a legal perspective, Tesla is in the right here. I mean, a driver is breaking the law if they hit the button that says, I'm the passenger right. when they're driving, the same way that pulling out your phone would be illegal. I mean, are we going to uh, ban all phones and iPads in the front of cars? And, and I mean, NHTSA has this new mandate to, like, prevent all forms of drunk driving. Go do it. Yeah. Sincerely, that's, Congress. That's 10,000 deaths a year in the U.S. Like, take care of sure. that. They have that mandate to go after. Then with distracted driving, most distracted driving comes from cell phones. Right. I just think even if you were to fix all Teslas and you were, to, oh, these are so right. safe, uh, there's still way more cars right. on the road with people texting and driving constantly. And it's not like I'm just saying this all academically. I'm on the freaking roads, okay? And I right. can see people, people texting. So I yeah. know that it's a problem. I haven't seen too many Tesla drivers playing games on their center console. Look, I'm glad NITS is out there because Mercedes just recalled all of their North American EQSs. Oh, my God. What? What? Why? Well, it says because due to a deviation in the documentation process as part of the regular Mercedes me connect communication between the vehicle and the vehicle backend server, the MBUX system, which is that big screen on certain vehicles might allow activation of television and Internet display while the vehicle is being driven. So Mercedes voluntarily said, NHTSA, NHTSA. we want to be, be safe. safe. We're going to recall, recall all the cars, cars affected. Wow. How many cars is that? Let me look it up. 227. Wow, 227,000 cars. No, no, sorry. That's... 227 cars. Oh, so I guess then only a few EQSs were affected? Well, that's all of them. What are you, what are you talking about? That's 227 EQSs in the United States were affected. But I mean, I thought they had started selling EQSs. They did start selling them. Not a lot of them. Okay, so I mean, isn't uh, Mercedes just being kind of teacher's pet here? Yeah. Don't worry, Nitsa. I I fixed my car that was broken. Don't you think <laughs> I'm special? Like what? <laughs> That's exactly I mean, it. Good. I'm glad that they fixed that because that that by the way way worse than what Tesla has. Okay, there's no button. No. It's just. You can watch TV on your car. Right. I can see how that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Tesla doesn't allow you to, like, watch anything besides, I guess, your passenger playing a game. I totally agree that right. some people might say, well, that's well, yeah, shouldn't no, have that. I want to be clear. You can't watch a movie on a Tesla while it's driving. Right. Like, so a lot of this is just bad press where and, people don't know what's going on. And people conflate the Mercedes thing and they go, right. well, see, Mercedes, Mercedes is doing the right, doing the right thing because they, they had a dangerous, had a dangerous thing, thing and they thing. fixed right, it. Right. Tesla, Tesla should do the, do the same, same thing. thing. It's, it's the same. same. Yeah. It's not the same. I don't know. Let's move on. All right. So Jim Farley, the CEO of Ford, tweeted out, it's hard to produce Mustang Mach-E's fast enough to meet the incredible demand, but we are sure going to try. So starting in 2022, we are increasing production and expect to reach 200,000 plus units per year for North America and Europe by 2023. That's three times our 2021 output. Woohoo! Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I just want to just hypothetically compare this to, say, Model Y. Sure. Okay. So uh, let me uh, pull up a chart okay. here from Hypercharts, our yep. favorite chart company. Okay. And this is Model Y production for the past few quarters. Seems pretty good. 
Yeah. Do you want me to add up the last three quarters of this year? Sure. So not all four quarters because we don't know all that data yet. Right. Just the last three quarters. Okay. 253,000 model Ys. Sold. 253,000. Yeah, that's a run rate of 350,000 annual run rate. So we should expect about 350,000 Model Ys this year. But I mean, look at that graph. It's going just up. It's just going up. Yes. So, I mean, just to compare, <laughs> Ford wants to get up to the run rate of 200,000 plus units per year for North America and Europe by 2023. Tesla is already past that. Right. And if you look at the graph... It's a it's pretty steep. It's it's, uh, cur it's going up. It's straight up. And almost, yeah. uh, there's a couple couple little factories that they're making. Tesla's oh, right. Making. Yeah. Yeah. They're called um, they're gigafactories called Gigafact because they're really big. One's in Europe. One's in Europe and one's in the United States. And they're right. going to be making model wise. Yes. Yes, yes. So I, just <laughs> you know, it's great that Ford is going to be making more Mach-E's. I'm happy for anyone who wants to buy mm -hmm. a Ford Mach-E. Congratulations. Good for you. Prices are going up on the Mach-E, by the way. If you check out here, a bunch of the different styles are going up one or $2,000 a year, which makes sense That's because uh, the new federal tax credit is going to come in, and I think they're getting ready for that. And the good news here is that the starting price of the Mach-E before the federal tax credit is $44,000. So... Great at, price. You know, subtract the federal tax credit and you great. get a great price. So, yeah. I mean, I, th I think that's why it's selling so hot. It's cheaper to get into a Mach-E than it is to get into a Model 3. Sure. It's still not selling anywhere close to Tesla. No. Okay. No. So, Lisa Drake, Ford COO, shared this presentation last week of new products winning with customers. Wow. I mean, it's a pretty impressive uh, chart here. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Mach-E's got 22,000 sales this year. Uh-huh. Um, the F-150 Lightning has nearly 200,000 reservations. Oh, and their E-Transit is doing really well with Penske, which is a big uh, rental company. Okay. Yeah, this is all very impressive until you peel off the thin veneer. Uh, so let's just take a look at the Mach-E. 22,000 sales to date in the U.S. Now, we've already shown that the Model Y is 10 times that number globally. You might, you know, even if you have it for United States deliveries. It's still it's, probably 10 times in the U.S. It's a yeah. big, yeah, it's, they're crushing it. The Ford F-150, you peel back in. Yeah, Cybertruck with 1.3 million reservations for the so, Cybertruck. Yeah. And you can't even like configure a Cybertruck right. anywhere. You can just like put down money and be like, I want a Cybertruck. <laughs> and then for the E-Transit, you know, it's great that Penske uh, wants to do a pilot, peel back. And yeah, Hertz is going to buy 200,000 Teslas for its fleet. Right. At full price. At, at full. Oh, yes. Yes. At full price. But if you think that Ford's plans are impressive, you should check out GM's plans. Okay, cool. Oh, is that it? Is that the uh, Silverado? Electric pickup truck? What? No, no, no. That's a regular Silverado. Um, GM's head of product development, Doug Parks. Oh, wait, wait. Is that it? Is that the new uh, Silverado electric pickup truck? No, no. That's a fan render. Uh, Doug Parks confirmed that the Chevy Silverado electric. Oh, is that it? Is that the... No, the... that's a blue line. Oh. No, come on. The Chevy Silverado electric is going into production in early 2023. Is that it? Oh, yeah. That's the news story? Yeah. I thought you were going to show me the truck. I thought the... No. Stats. Price. No. Early 2023. It's, That's the story. I mean, I'm going to give I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Yeah, here, guys. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the electric Silverado is going to look pretty similar to a regular Silverado. Don't tell anyone. Though. Don't tell anyone. Okay. There should be probably a blue line There's somewhere. There's blue yeah. something on it. Gotcha. Okay. okay. That's going to be just prepare yourselves for a Silverado looking truck. Okay. Gotcha. I know that we haven't seen any. 
you know, camouflaged or uh, poorly lit pictures of of the truck, but just we have an outline. So what did I hear about uh, this week? Leaked documents from Europe about new versions of the Model 3 and the Model Y. Yeah, apparently the cars are going to have new features according to leaked documents. Oh, what do we got? How did you say that so fast? Whoa, I mean, that's a lot of stuff. Now, lots of these are just changes to add components from local suppliers, but mm -hmm. some of these are way more exciting. Yeah, and I, mean, I didn't catch any of them because you spoke so fast. So right. uh, what are they? Yeah, I mean, the new infotainment computer and updated UI format based off of the refreshed S and X takes the cake for me. Wait, so like almost what they have in the S and X is going into the three and Y? I think not like a faster computer. I mean, they did say that there's going to be a new infotainment computer. My guess is it's not going to be quite as beefy as the model S and X because obviously those are more expensive cars. But I think that the UI format is going to I mean, I like that they maybe you're going to coalesce the UI controls so that we get into any Tesla and it looks the same. on the. Inside. But just to clarify, this is for Europe. So does that mean U.S. would be soon to follow? I mean. They don't have to specify that there's a difference between Europe and America. Right. They just are saying, hey, Europe, test these cars. Right. Um, and then finally, we're getting rid of the lead acid 12 volt battery. Yeah, I think a lot of drivers are going to be excited about this because it's so stupid. You have a gigantic battery pack in the in the bottom of your car and they're all lead acid batteries. It's so weird to go out in the morning on some cold winter day and have your car be dead, not because it can't turn over you know no it's just because the 12 volt battery for the same reason is dead so they're replacing it with a lithium-ion battery which is gonna be great um won't die like the 12 volts do and i mean when the 12 volt battery dies it's first of all a huge pain because yeah. the car won't drive right and secondly uh you have to like manually release the frunk it's so annoying and on top of that you have to pay like a hundred dollars for a new battery right now i'm not sure what interior cabin radar is interior cabin radar so not a camera but radar in the cabin i don't know is that for like microwaving things or uh i don't know and then i also don't know what far side airbag is for the driver is that is that the from center? the cartoon uh far side cartoon i don't know uh, wow i mean i just can't wait to start seeing these things pop up and europeans as soon as you start seeing these things please let us know right and also exciting is I think that means we're getting them everywhere. Right. And I know that everyone wants to know exactly what all this stuff is too early to know. But that's yeah. what's so great about waiting because eventually you'll know. So Electrek is reporting that the city of New York just revealed a contract through a public hearing notice that will be discussed on December 16th. All right. Let me read that. Uh, in the matter of a proposed contract between the Department of the Tesla for procuring Tesla Model 3 all electric sedans, the contract is in the amount of $12,360,000. Blah, 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 term of contract, five years, blah, blah, blah. If we do the math, that would be anywhere from like 250 to 300 Model 3s. I mean, this makes sense because Mayor Bill de Blasio did announce a $75 million investment in electric vehicles a few months ago. That was supposed to include 300 EVs, 275 fast chargers, 11 new solar charging carports, and 78 electric ambulances. So this is probably the EV part. Yeah, and I wonder if these are going to become police cars or what? New Yorkers, do some digging, take some photos, let us know what's going on. Well, actually, Fernando in New York City 
just sent us these photos of an NYPD Model 3. So my guess is that those hundreds of Model 3s are, could become police cars because they've already tested a Model 3. I love that he got a photo of the interior. We get to see all the computer stuff. I know. That's really awesome. Cool. Yeah, I'll bet in New York City, all these different city uh, departments are going to be fighting over the new cars. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, no, we need the uh, Model 3s. We, we need them. Hey, if you like what we're doing on the show, please hit the like button. It really helps us out. YouTuber Chili AI 100 caught the Cybertruck at Fremont. Hold on. <laughs> is that a windshield wiper? First of all, is that real? It looks like uh, CGI and Elon commented on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, is this the new electromagnetic wiper system? We saw a patent for like a, a like some kind of wiper that would go like across the doesn't look like it. No, it, you're right. It, it looks, looks like, like it's pivoted. So yeah. it looks like you'd have. But I mean, that's 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 really big. Tesla owners online tweeted out. I don't have a problem with the Cybertruck single large wiper. It's pretty much what I expected. Being vertical when not used is also in the slipstream. So that helps. Could it be better? Yes. But Tesla engineers sweat the details so we don't have to. They know what they're doing. And then Elon said that is not the production wiper. Oh, OK. That's kind of few because. It's ginormous and not really what I wanted on my Cybertruck. I think if I went to AutoZone and I went like, hey, do you have any, um, you know, 48 inch wipers? Here you go. <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't carry those. <laughs> also, I don't think you need to wipe the very tippity top. But then how do you get to the other side? Right. Tesla letter kind of agrees with you. He said, OK, am I the only one disappointed having a big wiper blade instead of lasers? Where are our lasers, Elon? We need lasers. And then Elon says lasers can do anything. Hang on. It, but, Elon's but, saying laser windshield wipers? I know that lasers can do all kinds of cool stuff. You can, like, like you can blast rust off of metal. Right. You can uh, do all kinds of things with lasers. Okay, but but hang on. I mean, I, I get it. That's mm -hmm. cool. But um, And I can even see this for maybe like light rain. But picture like a downpour, right? When, when it's almost like people are pouring buckets of water on right. your car or heavy snow. Well, but wouldn't... what is it doing? Is it trying to evaporate the rain? Right. Wouldn't that be so much energy? You know how much energy it takes to boil water, right? So right. It, it'd be like putting that much energy onto your windshield during an entire ride. And then wouldn't there be so much steam in front of your car that you couldn't see? I mean, could it be that they're using lasers to like wipe the water off? Because that would be way more energy efficient. Also, it's pointed at you, the driver. I, I'm not as worried about that. I'm sure they can figure out a way to not blind you. Put on your laser helmet. <laughs> and then, you know, Elon was talking about maybe you'd take the windshield wiper off and put it in the frunk. I was like, what are you? So I don't know what's going to happen with the windshield wipers on the Cybertruck. I think maybe you just have one big wiper and Tesla will replace it if you get it broken? I don't know. I do know one thing. Elon said you can get the Cybertruck in any color you want. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, as long as it's nothing. Okay, so this is the Henry Ford quote about you can get a Ford in any color you want so long as it's black. Yeah. Um, but he's saying basically we're not going to paint the Cybertruck because that would be stupid. Right. I mean, Gail Afar said uh, coal rolled steel Dogecoin option. Elon says, imbued gold and bronze color would be sick. I thought he just said it was going to not have any <laughs> Then Dylan said, will they be wrapped at the factory as an option? Elon says, not at first, but there are many third-party options for wrapping. I mean, yeah, wrapping this car, so much easier than wrapping any other car. Because yeah. it's just a bunch of flat surfaces. You don't have to stretch it and like, oh, contour it with it. You're just, you could use paper. You could use wallpaper if you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> wallpaper. Now, we did catch more glimpses of the truck. Is that updated front lighting? I don't know. I mean, we're so used to seeing that light bar that's at the 
vertex. Right. Um, so seeing those lights is kind of weird. I'm almost wondering if they're having to do some things to make the Department of Transportation happy. And right. maybe like DOT requires certain things that just, you know, light bar don't cut it. Right. Uh, how about that, though? Are those updated bumpers? I mean, I, I can't tell. I don't I'm not that kind of car guy. What I did notice was the uh, rear view mirrors. They look fine on it. I mean, again, I Elon cameras. said that they have to put them on cameras. and then you could remove them. Yes. So clip that gone. sounds like something that most people would do. Uh, and there's no sign of rear wheel steering in this example. But I'm maybe they just didn't turn it on. Maybe no way I mean, to know. No way to know. Hey, this is why you need to go to our sponsor, the Cybertruck Owners Club. There you're going to find the crowdsource reservation tracker so you can find out where your place is in line and their website for Cybertruck news and discussions and all this stuff that we want to talk about is right there at Cybertruck Owners Club. So according to Electrek, some European Tesla Model X and Model S customers are getting emails from Tesla saying that Tesla is not accepting any new orders. What? Yeah, here's what the email reportedly says. Your Model X is getting closer to delivery. We currently expect shipments outside of North America to begin in the second half of 2022. In order to expedite the delivery of existing orders, including your Model X order, as much as possible, we are currently no longer accepting new orders for the Model S and Model X for markets outside of North America. Okay, so I think I might know what's going on here. Yeah. So obviously we saw that Cybertruck footage, but this was also spotted. Oh, right. A Model S on the test track. But so what? No, no, look, look closer. Look even closer. Look at the rear charge port. It's bigger. Oh, I see. To allow for the combo CCS plug. I think that's what it is. So right now in Europe, uh, Tesla Model S's and X's have a particular supercharger plug. It's based off of the Type 2 connector in Europe, so that way they can plug in regular. Oh, and it fits in that tiny little charge port. Right, just barely. And so the problem that that's led to is that Europe requires like a standard plug, which means that on the Model 3, um, they started having the combo CCS plug. Right. And all the superchargers had to be retrofitted to add that extra plug in. Really annoying. I think what they're doing here is making a bigger plug section for the Model S that's going to have that CCS combo plug and they have to test it. And that's why people right. in Europe aren't going to be getting their Model S's and X's because with the refresh, this was something that was pushed off a little bit. They wanted to get the American deliveries done. No, first. I get this, but I have a question. Tesla, mm -hmm. why can't you just say this? Like, why is it a secret? Why do we, you know, all of a sudden you get an email in Europe being like, oh, you're not going to get it for six months. And you think, oh my God, something's gone wrong at the factory. Sure. Instead of just saying, this is what we're doing. I I just, I don't, I don't know. There's probably a good reason for it that someone at Tesla thinks is a good reason for it. I don't know if I would agree that it's a good reason, but if you were worried and you were waiting for your Model S or X, I think that's why. Now, if you watch the show regularly, then you know that we have a sister channel, Now Let's Review, where we test out all of the latest, greatest, and not so greatest e-mobility devices for you. Yeah, e-bikes, e-scooters, e-skateboards, and more. You and Ethan just reviewed a scooter that you didn't seem too excited about. Yeah, we don't always like what we review, and we're trying to bring you honest feedback on products so you can spend your money wisely. And if you want to see what I mean, you should head over to Now Let's Review and check out our latest review on the Mega Wheels S10BK electric scooter. Yeah, we'll put the link below in the show notes. All right, I'm going to call this story Back to the Future. It's a very original title. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. This is the starting line race photo from 1903. Look at car number 999 there in the middle. It's called the Torpedo, and it was an electric car driven by the Torpedo Kid, 
Walter Baker, owner of the Baker Motor Vehicle Company, which made electric cars. And I believe Jay Leno owns a Baker Electric that still runs to this day. So I'm not sure who won this race. Maybe someone out there who knows can comment below. It's from volume eight of Road and Track magazine. So if you have that magazine, maybe you can uh, find out. But I do know that a year earlier in 1902, Baker was in a race on Staten Island in New York with his first torpedo, and he got it up to speeds on most accounts faster than any human had traveled at that time. Somewhere we think between 80 and 100 miles an hour. He lost control. I wonder why. And ended up killing two bystanders. He and his co-pilot were saved because they were wearing seat harnesses, which was actually a novelty back then. Needless to say, the Torpedo Kid lost that race and he never held an official speed record. He retired racing in 1903 when his torpedo again lost control during a race and went into another crowd. And I think he must have decided, all right, I'm tired of killing people. Okay. And I just wanted to point out, this is the true history of electric cars. Electric cars were the fastest cars 100 years ago, right. and they were destined to become the future, except they got sidelined in the late 1910s and 1920s when basically there wasn't enough juice at your house to charge these things. It would take days to charge an electric car. And so the infrastructure wasn't quite there yet. And, and battery technology wasn't there. Battery technology sure. kind of sucked at the time. But, I mean, it would have developed and it w we probably would have amazing batteries today, except that gas car companies and fossil fuel companies pushed really hard to make their technology the winning technology. And they just basically blew electric off the map. And history is written by the victors. Right. So the reason that you're like, wow, I didn't know that there was an electric car back in the early 1900s is because it got whitewashed. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, the the story, the the story that we want to tell is Henry Ford pioneered the automobile, even though there were automobiles well before Ford. Yeah. Um, he was not the first guy to make a car. He was just the first guy to make a cheap, cheap, cheap car. I just want to say, look how futuristic that car is right. over 100 years ago compared to all of its competitors. It would, I mean, electric cars were going to blow all of these out of the market except we weren't able to work on them any further. And so all the best and brightest engineers of the time went into ice manufacturing instead of electric. And, you know, I've got another story about that on Patreon bonus stories uh, this week, which will explain that history happening all over again in the 1990s. Joining the esteemed ranks of the Ford Fusion, the Chevy Bolt, the Dodge Caravan, the 1991 Chevrolet Caprice, and the Chrysler PT Cruiser. The what is this? What, what, these these crappy car of the year award? I mean, what are you talking no, about? No, these are all Motor Trend cars of the year. Really, the PT Cruiser. Bruh. Okay, but what what are you talking? Why are you talking about Motor Trend? Joining these esteemed ranks is the 2022 Lucid Air. Uh, how how? Well, I mean, it is in production. A few customers have gotten it, so it counts. Okay. And uh, Motor Trend made it the car of the year. You remember back in 2013, the Model S made the car of the year. Right. And and so I just want to go back to this list here for a second. The Chevy Bolt and the Chevy Volt got car of the car year. Car of the year. Where's the Model 3? Where's has, the Model Y? Has not made car of the year. I can understand maybe you're like, oh, Model X is stupid. Um, They didn't, they never had the Roadster. Those should, I mean, come on. The Model 3 and the Model Y should definitely be cars of the year. I think what this really is, is it's kind of like how Meryl Streep hasn't won an Oscar. And 
everyone's like, oh, but you know, that movie this year was real good. And we or we forgot to give this person an Oscar last year. Oh, didn't she already win one? <laughs> right. Whatever. Motor Trend can do whatever. Motor Trend can do whatever they want. It doesn't matter because <laughs> good. Good for Lucid. Okay. Upstart uh, electric car company uh, following the footsteps of a great electric car company. I wish them all the best. Good for Motor Trend for giving them from some free publicity um, for the 12 people who can afford uh, a lucid air. Great. So Elon spoke to the Wall Street Journal this week and he said this. We, we don't need the $7,500 tax credit. Um, I would say, honestly, I would just can this whole bill. Don't pass it. That's my recommendation. What it, what about what about the, the support, though, for the charging network? I mean, there are there are parts of this bill. And, and, no. No, I mean, you know, do we need support for gas stations? Uh, we don't. So uh, there's no there's no need for this uh, for, for support for a charging network. I would delete it. Delete. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm literally, I'm literally saying get rid of all subsidies. And but also for oil and gas. Of course, that uh, quote about the subsidies for oil and gas did not get. Didn't want to follow up on that one. I mean, that whole Wall Street Journal live stream is really, really uncomfortable. They need to hire some better reporters yeah. for it. Because um, you're talking to Elon Musk. It was and insulting. Like, really, really insulting. You have 60 seconds to describe right. the most important thing in the world. Go. Right. What? And then they're like, well, I guess since you're talking about like saving people who have uh, spinal cord injuries, I guess I'll, I'll let give you 15 talk. more seconds. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, ugh, what a bad thing. So um, Elon is against the Build Back Better bill. Yeah. But to counterpoint that, Mary Barra, CEO of GM, is for it. Really? Yeah. She said, I'm not going to get into a match on that type of stuff because I actually mean what I say and say what I mean. When I say something, I really mean it. And I'm an engineer, so I'm going to execute it. It's one thing if you're selling luxury vehicles to a slice of the public. It's another thing when you're providing EVs to someone who buys a $30,000 Equinox because that's the most that they can afford. It's their only vehicle. If they don't get to work, it impacts their livelihood. Do those individuals need that support to make the transition? I think it's reasonable if you're trying to accelerate something. We saw this early and we invested in it. What distinguishes us for an OEM of scale is we're first, full stop. When you're a company that's been around for a while, there's a different scale you're measured on in terms of do it versus say you're going to do it. So we'll just keep doing it. Okay. So first of all, I just want to, I just want to nitpick just a couple things. So first off, um, it's their only vehicle. And if they can't get to work, then um, didn't, uh, didn't their cars like catch on fire and people's houses burned well, down? Well, here's my little nitpick. Uh-huh. Uh, GM, what EV can I buy from you now? Hang on. Just, but just one second to pick the penny out of the dog turd here. I just want to go to the one point that I think she makes that is a valid point. Okay. Do those individuals need that support to make the transition? I think it's reasonable if you're trying to accelerate something. I can agree with Mary Bear on that point. It does make getting an EV more affordable because the government is paying for it. I get it, but I think this is Elon's point. Check out this tweet. He said, if temporary provisions in the Build Back Better Act become permanent, U.S. national debt will increase by 24%. There is a lot of accounting trickery in this bill that isn't being disclosed to the public. Nothing is more permanent than a temporary government program. Now, 
When he's complaining about the Build Back Better program, he's not necessarily just talking about the EV tax credit. The EV no. tax credit is not the $1.3 trillion of this bill. It is it is a tiny little sliver of what we're talking about with the Build Back Better program. Yeah, and can I just, I'm sorry, can I rant for a second? United States Congress, why do you shove everything in the kitchen sink into a bill and try and get it all rammed down our throat? Why not pull out every individual thing Tell the American public this is what we think, and then we can call you up and say, Mm-mm, or, mm-hmm, right. and then you can vote on it. You know why? Because you want to stick all the crap in there that none of us have any idea about so that it'll get passed, and then we'll find out years later, oh, that was in the bill. And I just want to take a look at the U.S. debt, because I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the U.S. debt, $28.4 trillion. That's an increase of over 92% in the past 10 years. And Elon said... This is scary. Something's got to give. So the U.S. Senate is now reportedly reconsidering the extra $4,500 union-made part of the federal tax credit because U.S. trade partners have been pushing back. I mean, Mexico and Canada are saying, hang on, that part of the bill could violate current trade agreements. So I don't know how you feel, but however you feel, contact your senators and let them know. Because I can understand. Uh, For people who are like, I can't afford to buy an EV right now, but I really want one. Great to have a tiny provision in this huge, very big, expensive bill that would, I would say, significantly reduce the price of a vehicle for for people. So Mary Barra has a point there. (laughs) But I also see Elon's point, which is like, uh, yeah, this bill is not just that, first of all. And he's saying we're going to do just fine without it. They've done just fine without it. They've gone quarter after quarter after quarter of their most profitable quarters with zero tax incentives. And that's the difference. Mary needs it. Elon doesn't. That's a really good point. And if you want to share this clip with your friends, but you don't want to share the entire hour-long episode, you can head over to the Now You Know Clips channel, where we take some of the stories from Tesla Time News, and we chop them up into little bite-sized clips that you can share with your friends. So the China Passenger Car Association, or the CPCA, released November statistics today that confirmed that Tesla sold 52,859 made-in-China vehicles in November. In November. In one month. So 21,127 of those vehicles were exported. The rest, 31,732, were sold in China. So let's do the math. The run rate now at Shanghai is 600,000 a year. We're not even at the end of the year. That's November numbers. That's a 348% year over year increase. And that's math done basically off of 50,000 cars per month for three months straight. So continue that forward, you get 600,000 cars a year. So EV automaker Arrival just announced a $11.5 million battery module assembly plant in Charlotte, North Carolina. This will join their $3 million headquarters and their $41 million van facility and should produce 150 jobs. CEO Mike Abelson said, this is a big milestone for Arrival as we ramp up operations in the region in advance of production starting in Rock Hill in Q2 next year. Now, wait a minute. You said... $11.5 $11.5 billion plant? Uh, no, no, $11.5 million plant. These are those micro factories. Oh, that we've heard so much about. Right. Okay, now rewind the video back to the battery part. Okay, now let me count the cells. One, two, three. Two very boring minutes later. Okay, so I get like 208. Um, so let's assume that all of these cells are really good 2170s. Okay. So each of them is a 3.7 volt nominal cell at... 
let's say 5,000 milliamp hours. Okay. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Because I mean, we've made a battery pack ourselves. And so now I understand these things a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So 208 batteries times 3.7 volts times 5,000 milliamp hours. That's roughly 3.8 kilowatt hour modules. So each of these modules is 3.8 kilowatt hours. And we know that they're going to make 350,000 of these per year. So now we know how many gigawatts they're going to make. They're going to make 1.3 gigawatt hours of battery modules a year. So 1.3 gigawatt hours of batteries is about uh, 13,000 Model S's worth, just to have something that you can think of. So if we assume that Arrival's buses, like this one here, are going to use, say, 400 kilowatt hours each, that would be 3,200 buses a year. Or if we assume 100 kilowatt hours for each Arrival van, you know, delivery thing, that would be about 13,000 vans. Now, I'm kind of surprised that they could build a battery plant that cheap. Yeah, but all they're doing is packaging pre-made cells into packs. So That's a really good point. We hear this from a lot of auto EV companies. We're making a battery plant. You have to distinguish between whether they're making battery cells there or whether they're doing this, which is just packaging up packs or modules. Right. It's kind of like how Lego makes Legos and then you get the Legos and then you build them. You didn't make the Lego. You didn't injection mold plastic to those tolerances. You just built yourself a little Death Star, which is very cool, but not the same thing. It is exciting, though. I mean, if these numbers are if we're right, um, those are pretty decent numbers for buses and vans. And so we could start seeing a lot of these coming out of these factories down in North Carolina. And, you know, this is why we have our Now You Know Investor Club. I mean, we talked to the president of Arrival, and uh, that was months ago, actually. And you can go check that out if you join us on Patreon. All right, it's time for Into the Future, and we're sponsored by Henson Shaving. Okay, so Jesse, I know cartridge razors suck, but what's the difference between a Henson shaver and any of these other safety razors? Well, it's a lot of things, actually. But one of them is that Henson holds the blade more firmly. This reduces chatter, which is one of the major causes of irritation after shaving. If you want to pick up a Henson shaver and try it for yourself, you may as well pick up 100 free blades by using the code now you know at checkout. So we've reported on Washington State-based Aviation's Alice Electric Airplane prototype years ago. Well, fast forward to earlier this year where Aviation unveiled its production version, and now Aviation has released updated renderings of the interior offerings. This is the executive version. Oh. What do you think? Now you know electric plane? <laughs> I can't. Huh? Aviation. Call me up. Now, when we first heard about it back in 2017, Aviation planned to have 600 miles of range. That's 965 kilometers. Will the production version offer this range? The range was reduced a bit to 506 miles, but that's still quite good. I mean, here is the range if we put a map of Paris up. So that's where you could get to. And here's the range from, say, New York City. That's not a bad range. Right. I mean, this isn't, you know, across the world range. This is, uh, you know, commuter range. And, or, and you're flying. And you're right. You're going and fast. you're not emitting any CO2 and it's quieter and it's cheaper. You're because not emitting anything. And it's going to be so cheap because yeah. there's no turbine engines like how i want to know if you work on turbine engines in any capacity please put it in the comments below and if you see a comment that says that they work on it give it a like so that way we can they'll rise the top we can see it i don't think it's that many of you Hmm. and it's that means that it's expensive yeah yeah. here are renderings of the commuter cabin and cargo configurations yeah i mean 
both of these look really cool. Um, I think that the commuter is going to be a big hit, especially when you're doing small jumps, you know, mm -hmm. from, you know, Boston to Martha's Vineyard or something like that. Uh, deliveries are going to start in 2026, and I can't wait to ride in an electric plane. All right, it's time for Going Green, sponsored by EcoWare, and you might just have time to get something before the holidays. You can use our holiday season code for 15% off, and we plant 10 trees for every order, and then we help cap a well, so everything you buy on EcoWare is carbon negative and we've got so many cool things there go check it out all right so max twos hobson tesla's emergency services lead posted on linkedin the findings of an initial nine-month trial of the model 3 police cars that they've been testing in the uk so here's one that stood out for me after fifteen thousand miles the only maintenance has been brakes and tires no annual service schedules mean minimal running costs time off the road and competitive total cost of ownership I mean, that's exactly what you want for a police car. And here's the one that I loved. Public response to seeing our active units has been mind-blowing. The press articles have been positive as well. As an engagement tool, we're seeing incredible results. Almost like if you think that the police have your best interests at heart, you're going to be a little bit more happy to see them. Don't you think? As opposed to driving around in a Dodge Charger, the, I have to say it, I'm sorry, the most douchiest car you could possibly yeah. own um, and have on a police fleet. No, you're right. Tesla cars are friendly. Like it looks friendly when the car comes up to you quietly. <laughs> and without emitting stuff. And yeah. I just think that people go, oh, they give a shit. They yeah. actually care to not be polluting the planet. That's a good start to any conversation. Yeah. As more and more police officers get their butts in seats in these electric cars, they're going to realize this is the future. Anyway, there's a bunch of other cool data, and we're going to talk about that on Patreon bonus stories this week. So join us there for everything they've learned so far. All right. It's time for Sunspots. The Spanish and German company Siemens Gamesa just completed the first real-world test of its latest and biggest offshore wind turbine, the SG14-222DD off the coast of Denmark. So this giant has a rotor diameter of 222 meters. That's a swept area of 39,000 square meters. Now, I know many of us are like, what does that even mean? Well, how about this? The area of wind that blows through these blades is bigger than this. Bigger than a duck? No. It's the Lincoln Memorial reflecting pool in Washington, D.C. <laughs> See that entire pool? That's how much air. That's not. It's even bigger than that. It's a one fourth bigger than that. In that's area. how much an area wow. of wind blows through this turbine. So you can kind of get an idea of how much power we're talking about. Right. It's like if you stood up to, the, you know, if you were that big and you tried to catch that wind. Now, you might be wondering, why? Why is there this race to make bigger and bigger turbines? Well, it's because every inch you make the blade longer, you increase the swept area by an incredible amount more. Yeah. I mean, this turbine all by itself can power 18,000 homes a year. Right. It produces 15 megawatts. That's it. Megawatts. Okay. Yeah. That means in an hour, it generates 15 megawatt hours of energy. And here's the thing. You don't have to see them. They're offshore. Mm -hmm. You don't have to hear them. They're it's like magic. And Siemens is not the only one doing this. Uh, GE and Vestas are also working on similarly sized turbines. I mean, the race is on and there is so much wind energy that yep. is just sitting off of our shores, enough to more than power the world. Exactly. So that's even if you ignored solar, yep. that's if you would ignored every other form of power, there would be enough if we just focused on offshore wind. And 
I know that us humans, we're down here, right? We're, we're, we're down here. On the ground. And so a lot of us are like, I know it's windy sometimes, but how windy is it? Uh, as you go up, the wind increases exponentially. And so that's why we're trying to get taller towers and bigger blades because you catch way more wind. It's just astounding how much wind there actually is. And if you'd like to be your own power generator by putting solar on the roof of your house, talk to our friends at EnergyPal. They are the solar and battery experts that can help homeowners go solar for less. We'll put the link in the show notes below. Make sure to let them know that Zach and Jesse sent you. All right, it's time for our video contributor stories. Remember, you can send us your stories too at hello at nowyouknowchannel.com. And uh, what do we got this week? Raul just sent us a test ride on the Ola scooter. He says that they are going to start selling them soon. Hey, Jack and Jesse. This is Rahul here. Uh, this is the new Ola scooter. Uh, this is now available for test ride. Can you check this? Now you know. Yeah, according to Ola, deliveries will start tomorrow, December 15th. So uh, if you're interested in an electric scooter in India, there you go. All right, it's time for the Patreon bonus stories. We've got three new Now You Know Investor Club bonus stories again this week. Wow. So join us on the Investor Club on Patreon. And for the $1 Patreon bonus stories this week, we've got a story about a U.S. money grab, an SEC probe into Tesla, details from the U.K. police trial, and much more. Find them all over on patreon.com slash now you know. We are back from the Patreon bonus stories. We had a lot of fun as usual. It's time for our Patreon shout outs. Who do we have this week, Jess? We have Kurt Schoenwald. John Del Monte. Dean Crawford. Jim Metropolis. John Rich. Hatan Timraz. Chris Cariel. David Mack. John McMahon. Alan Chan. David Sacavino. TC Poole. Willett Thomas. Dan Furrow Daniels. Kelly Bell. Amy Cartoni. Tarek Musa. Norman Johnson. Alex. Jeff Menke. Todd Wilkinson, Phil Simons, Elon Muskie, and Brian Wyndham Grant. Thank you so much for supporting this channel. We can't do it without you. All right, it's time for Elon's Tweets of the Week. And Kim said, there are on average 35,000 traffic deaths on U.S. roads each year. According to NHTSA, 94% are due to human error. According to mainstream media, 94% are due to Elon Musk. Elon said, Tesla publishes accident statistics quarterly. They are so much better than other vehicles, it's ridiculous. And we've talked about that on our channel many times before. James talks about it. He says, it's pretty clear when you put the numbers on a chart. I converted Tesla's safety report numbers from miles between collisions to number of traffic accidents per thousand drivers per year. I don't know about you, but I'd rather be in a Tesla. And so, yeah, that chart makes it pretty clear. And Elon said, exactly. Pope of Mascanity said, if every car on earth was as safe as a Tesla, nine-tenths of casualties from car accidents would be avoided. That would save almost 1.2 million lives per year and 18 million to 45 million non-fatal injuries. Dr. Sally said, Elon, any info on the Tesla holiday update for this year? Elon said, coming soon, a lot of cool stuff. Benico said, tested at some roundabouts. I think full self-driving beta 10.6 decides quicker than previous versions. For both roundabouts, FSD decides to go just after another car exits the roundabout. Those cars would have right of way if they don't exit. Elon says 10.6.1 coming in a few days to address a few annoying issues. And I actually got that update last night. So. Tesla Silicon Valley said, nice haircut, Elon. And Elon said, did it myself. And Owen Sparks pointed out the Tesla on the line behind Elon at Gigafactory, Texas. 
Stock Talk Weekly said, breaking, Elon says Neuralink plans to implant devices in humans by next year and is cautiously optimistic that they can restore full body functionality for tetraplegics and quadriplegics. Our standards for implanting the device are higher than what the FDA requires. Elon said, I'm definitely not saying that we can for sure do this, but I am increasingly confident that it is possible. Jeremy Judkin says, I seriously hope it gets to the point where Neuralink could help my husband, like with memory and delusions. Why not? The part of his brain that is dead just needs to be replaced. Elon, what's the timeline on something like Neuralink helping with memory loss from stroke? Elon says, replacing faulty slash missing neurons with circuits is the right way to think about it. Many problems can be solved just by bridging signals between existing neurons. Progress will accelerate when we have devices in humans. Hard to have nuanced conversations with monkeys. Next year. Exciting. Yeah. Newsmax says Tesla and SpaceX CEO said there should be an age limit in candidates who run for political office. Elon says there are already minimum age requirements for the House, Senate and presidency. Reciprocally, there should be a maximum age limit, too. Holmar's catalog said this cabin camera thing is really getting on my nerves. And it says, are you really wearing that? Pretend (laughs) that it doesn't judge you. Not yet. (laughs) Wall Street Journal. Elon Musk says civilization is going to crumble unless people have more children. Elon said it's true. RGV Ariel said Starbase, Texas, almost three years ago. The difference between 2019 and 2021. Elon says progress. Toby Lee. When's the Starship update? Definitely overdue. Elon says hopefully this month, no later than next. Tesla Raj says, being able to entertain my kids in the car while waiting for takeout food is so underrated. Thanks, Elon. Elon said, a lot of people don't realize that you can watch almost any show in a Tesla. Tim Urban said, what's something you've changed your mind about? Elon said, brain transplants. Oh, does wow. Does mean you shouldn't do brain <laughs> transplants? Or does he you think can? you can? You should? I don't, I don't know. Then uh, Elon tweeted out this meme. 4K of RAM in 1969. Put people on the moon. And 8 gig of RAM now. Chrome tab scary. World of Engineering said Margaret Hamilton led software engineering at the Apollo Project. She stands next to a huge stack of code written by her and her team, and that was used to take humanity to the moon in 1969. Elon said Judith Cohen, Jack Black's mother, also did important work on Apollo. Pranay said in another half billion years or so, the sun will expand and probably evaporate the oceans and life would be impossible on Earth. We need to either establish a multiplanetary society by then or humanity will cease to exist. Elon said probably way sooner before it's too hot for civilization. Massimo said photographer Carlos Berria spent time in Shanghai, China, the fastest growing city in the world in 2013. He took these amazing shots, recreating the same framing and perspective as a photograph taken in 1987 and 26 years later. Elon says Shanghai is beautiful. Yeah, look at that. It was just basically a field and then it became a city. Carlos says dreams are most profound when they seem the most crazy. That's a quote from Sigmund Freud. Elon said... 100%. He agrees. Squawk Box retweeted a quote from Gordon Johnson, our favorite analyst, who said, with respect to next year, I think Tesla has big problems. Their CFO said their gross margins are going to come down with no new cars coming for Tesla. Not only do you have a gross margin risk, but you have a volume risk. And Elon laughed hysterically because that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. This is a cool infographic of all the Falcon 9 boosters so far. Elon says rocket fleets grows. And Elon tweeted out this picture, which we think is Jinx from Valorant, which is a video game. Okay. I haven't played that one, but cool. World of Engineering said, would you ever leave Earth to go settle a colony elsewhere in the universe? Elon said, "Um, yes. Siobhan said, raise your hand if your brain processed this video as a simulation and not a reality. Elon raised his hand. (laughs) Albert Einstein tweeted, our galaxy's central black hole erupted relatively recently in Earth's history, possibly when early human ancestors were roaming the planet. And I didn't know that 
he was alive, but then I looked it up. I guess this is his official account. Okay. And Elon tweeted out aliens. Okay. Massimo said, this is a small motion test for engineering arts Mesmer robot head. This head and neck has 22 custom servo actuators, but only five around the mouth, which is not enough for really good lip sync. Therefore, no talk. Elon said, real androids are coming. And Elon tweeted out this meme, no better friend, no worse enemy. And he's talking about Sulla, who was a Roman general and statesman who won the first large-scale civil war in Roman history and became the first man of the Republic to seize power through force in 82 BC. Elon said, Sulla and the original Nero was instrumental in defeating Hannibal are underrated. So is he catching up on his Roman history? Well, he just did a hardcore history episode with Dan Carlin. Hope you like it, he said. Elon says, I think I mentioned Octane too much, haha, but it was actually a big deal. So that episode should already be out as this uh, comes out, so go check it out. Tesla Silicon Valley Club says, Musk added that too many good smart people think there are too many people in the world and that the population is growing out of control. It's completely the opposite, Elon said. If people don't have more children, civilization is going to crumble, mark my words. Elon said, it takes 20 years, time from conception to adult, to reverse demographic trends. World of Engineering said, this one I'll definitely remember, me creating a new password. And Elon laughed. Pernay said, is your Wi-Fi password still Martians? Elon says, Martians 911. Literally. Elon tweeted out this meme and then said, sorry. And we had a poll. What was our poll question? Uh, we were wondering if we thought that uh, Elon Musk was going to quit his companies. Ooh, our patrons are usually right. What have they been saying? And most people said that they didn't think that Elon was quitting. Woo! Yeah, so <sighs> thank okay, goodness. Good. All right, it's time for Community Mail Time. Remember to send in your stories to hello at nowyouknowchannel.com. And I meant to post this a while back. Uh, this is our very own Bobby's hand-built compost bin at his house using recycled pallets. Wow. Congratulations, Bobby. It looks great. Rick sent us this photo of more bolts being banned at BWI, which is Baltimore, Washington Airport parking lot. Wow. Strictly prohibited. Yeah, you're giving us a bad name, Bolts. Uh, Alan from testcalendar.com sent us a couple of their cool 2022 Tesla calendars. Might be just the perfect stocking stuffer. Not only does it have awesome photos of Teslas every month, but it also features important dates in Tesla history. And they say they plant as many trees as possible with the proceeds. Alan sent us this picture of a blacked out Model S with white wall tires and cargo carrier. Thanks, Alan. Now, don't adjust your screen. There is nothing wrong with your television set. Dave sent us these photos of a trippy multicolored Model 3. And while your eyes are adjusting, another funky colored Tesla, a Model X this time, sent in by Doug in Las Vegas. And Wendell sent us these cool photos of a psychedelic dragon-wrapped Model 3 from Oceanside, California, outside a fabulous vegan restaurant, he said, called The Plot. So thank you, Wendell. And who says Rivian can't make enough R1Ts? Hey, Zach and Jesse. I'm here driving an I-5 close to Los Angeles. And for some reason, I see these three Rivians. Just driving by, beautiful cars for sure. I hope you get yours pretty soon. Oh, now you know. Thank you, Vitter. If they're stuck in LA traffic, I guess it could be a while. All right, it's time for Supercharger Reviews. What do we got this week? Let's see. Hi, Zach and Jesse. This is Scott, reporting in from the new version three supercharger installation in Farmington, Maine. There are eight version three chargers available. Looks like one of them is not yet provisioned. We're in the parking lot of a Hannaford grocery store. So while the Hannaford's open, you have access to food, drinks, and bathrooms. 
At other times, you can walk across the street to the local convenience store. Big Apple, very popular in Maine. There's also a subway and a pizza place nearby. Because of the lack of 24-hour bathrooms and other easily walkable amenities, I'm gonna give this one a seven out of 10. Now you know. Hey, Zach and Jesse, this is Mike Martin here at West Palm Beach, just off of I-95 at the Palm Beach Lakes exit at the Palm Beach Outlets. This looks to be a brand new Tesla supercharger, eight stalls. I'm assuming it's going to be level three. I don't know for sure yet. It's in a great location right here at the Palm Beach Outlets Mall. It's got a food court with a subway and Sparrow, as well as there's a Zaxby's just outside, Red Robin, lots of things you can do inside the mall, as well as uh, there's a Whole Foods and a PetSmart and all sorts of things you can do for errand-wise. The supercharger is on the back side of the mall, so it's a little further of a walk if you want to go anywhere outside the mall or Zaxby's, but it's a great spot. Nine out of ten. Now you know. Hello, this is Inga from the Irish EV Owners Association YouTube channel. I'm here at the four-stall Tesla Supercharger site at Mahon Point Shopping Centre in Cork, Ireland. As you can see, one of the superchargers is not working at the moment. These 250 kilowatt stalls are open 24-7 um, and they're CCS only. So older Model S's and X's need a CCS adapter to use them. Inside the shopping center, you will find a cinema, several restaurants, and other food outlets, including a Starbucks, a Tesco for groceries, easements for newspapers, magazines, and books, a Boots Pharmacy, and lots of clothes shops, as well as other shops and a barber. So there's plenty to do while you're charging. The shopping center is open from 9:30 six days a week, except for Sundays when it opens at 11. Shop opening times vary, but Tesco is open until 10-7 days a week if you want food. The shopping center is locked up after the last movie, which varies, but could be as late as 10.30 or 11. I would rate the supercharger 9 out of 10. Now you know. Hey, Zach and Jesse, this is uh, King of Prussia. Supercharger, 250 kilowatts. Has uh, Wendy's and grocery store. And let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Sixteen chargers. Sixteen high-speed chargers. I give this about an eight out of ten, because it's a little bit off the beaten path, but it's close to the mall of the King of Prussia. Thank you so much for doing Supercharger Reviews. You can find all of the Supercharger Reviews on our website at nowyouknowchannel.com uh, in the Supercharger Review section. There's a map. Upload your own. Remember to keep them landscape. Uh, nice and short. No music. And let's talk about the new superchargers in the world because you could go cover these. We've got number 12 in Finland is the 8-stall version 3 in Lapinranta, Finland. Number 44 in Virginia is the 8-stall version 3 in Madison Heights, Virginia. Number 38 in Hong Kong is the two-stall version 3 at Paradise Mall. We got the eight-stall version 3 in Yusu, South Korea. Number 59 in South Korea is the six-stall version 3 at Daejeon. Number 39 in Japan is the four-stall in Tsukuba, Japan. Number 17 in Utah is the eight-stall version 3 in Salt Lake City at Marketplace at 18th in Utah. Number 36 in North Carolina is the 12-stall version 3 in Rockingham, North Carolina. Number 60 in New York is the 12-stall version 3 at JFK Airport. Number 10 in Kentucky is the 8-stall version 3 in Elizabethtown. 16-stall version 3 in San Ramon at San Ramon Valley Boulevard, California. Number 41 in New Jersey is the 8-stall version 3 in Malaga, New Jersey. Number 258 in California, the 12-stall version 3 in Truckee, Soaring Way, California. The 8-stall version 3 in Mount Forest, Ontario, Canada. Number 136 in Canada is the 8-stall version 3 at Le Bourguignon in Quebec. 
And number 62 in Texas, number 1229 in the USA, number 3167 in the world is the 12 stall, version 3, in Austin, South Park Meadows, Texas. All right, it's time for the Patreon giveaway. We are giving away a $30 gift card to EcoWare to get your name in this big basket of fun. Support us on Patreon. The more you support us, the more chances you have of winning. Who's our winner this week? The winner is Tim. Tim, you won. Uh, how are we going to know which Tim it is? Uh, I know which Tim it is. You do? And we will be messaging the proper Tim. Oh, okay. So That's good. If you don't hear from us and your name is Tim, I'm sorry you didn't win. <laughs> Yeah, and if you'd like to get some cool stuff for this holiday, uh, go over to EcoWare. We've got all sorts of cool clothing things, but also like phone cases and flip-flops and shower curtains and honey and mugs. And we carbon offset everything from the manufacturing, the shipping, and the life cycle of each product. We also plant 10 trees for every order, and we help cap a well. This is a abandoned oil well somewhere out in the middle of America, spewing methane into the air, and we're working with our friends at the Well Done Foundation to cap that well so it will stop spewing methane, which is a terrible greenhouse gas. And if you're wondering when these things will arrive, will they arrive in time? I tell you, they're going to arrive <laughs> in two weeks. I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> true. Uh, shipping at the moment, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's a, uh, a New post Year's. holiday gift. New right. Year's yeah. present. It doesn't have to come on that day. But I mean, it's it's your fault for not ordering it sooner. That's but, true. Um, they'll still be carbon offset and everything like that. Exactly. And you can just blame it on the shipping. Say, oh, but go do it now. Like, I don't ordered, wait another I ordered day. it back in October and exactly. it took forever. Just tell them that, you right. know? Well, thank you so much for watching this episode of Tesla Time News. We do one every single week. And episode we have 275. 275 weeks in a row we've been doing Tesla Time News. We have not skipped one. Nope. Um, we've been here every single week and we will continue to do so so hit the like button if if that's impressive to you if you've done any like if you haven't done anything for 275 weeks in a yeah, row comment below what you've done 275 times in a row every week uh and there's got to be some things and hit the subscribe button i mean i know you eat but for more because there will be more <laughs> and uh we'll see you then now, now you know. know for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.